Hi, this is Steve Durr. Today is our final audio devotional, and I want to thank you for walking with Jesus and all of us through the book of Luke. And my hope and prayer, and our hope and prayer, is that you have sensed God speaking to you, encouraging you, inspiring you, challenging you, inviting you into relationship, and inviting you into life, and that you've been able to respond. Um, We're going to finish off with Luke chapter 23, the entire chapter, which is the story of Jesus' um, trial and death and burial. And it's fitting because on this day, this day uh, we are releasing this audio devotional, it's Good Friday, the day when we remember Jesus' death uh, for us out of love. And so as I read this chapter, I encourage you to reflect, to remember, and to ask God, God, what do you want to say to me? And what would you like me to do about it? And then I encourage you um, to read Luke chapter 24 on your own. Maybe read it with a family member. Maybe read it on your own. Maybe you read it uh, with some friends. But read Luke chapter 24, uh, the resurrection of Jesus. And I encourage you to do that if, if you're listening to this around Easter, on Easter Sunday. So let's read together Luke chapter 23. And let me just open up in prayer. God, we pray that as we read Luke chapter 23, may we be reminded of your love May we be reminded that um, you're inviting us into life. And so speak to us now in Jesus' name. Amen. Luke chapter 23. Then the entire council took Jesus to Pilate, the Roman governor. They began to state their case. This man has been leading our people astray by telling them not to pay their taxes to the Roman government and by claiming he is the Messiah, a king. So Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus replied, You have said it. Pilate turned to the leading priests and to the crowd and said, I find nothing wrong with this man. Then they became insistent. But he's causing riots by his teaching wherever he goes, all over Judea from Galilee to Jerusalem. Oh, is he a Galilean? Pilate asked. When they said that he was, Pilate sent him to Herod Antipas, because Galilee was under Herod's jurisdiction, and Herod happened to be in Jerusalem at that time. Herod was delighted at the opportunity to see Jesus, because he had heard about him and had hoped for a long time to see him perform a miracle. He asked Jesus question after question, but Jesus refused to answer. Meanwhile, the leading priests and the teachers of religious law stood there shouting their accusations. Then Herod and his soldiers began mocking and ridiculing Jesus, and finally they put a royal robe on him and sent him back to Pilate. Herod and Pilate, who had been enemies before, became friends that day. Then Pilate called together the leading priests and other religious leaders along with the people, and he announced his verdict. You brought this man to me, accusing him of leading a revolt. I have examined him thoroughly on this point in your presence and find him innocent. Herod came to the same conclusion and sent him back to us. Nothing this man has done calls for the death penalty, so I will have him flogged and then I will release him. Then a mighty roar rose up from the crowd and with one voice they shouted, kill him and release Barabbas to us. Barabbas was in prison for taking part in an insurrection in Jerusalem against the government and for murder. Pilate argued with them because he wanted to release Jesus, but they kept shouting, Crucify him! Crucify him! For the third time he demanded, Why? What crime has he committed? 
I have found no reason to sentence him to death, so I will have him flogged, and then I will release him. But the mob shouted louder and louder, demanding that Jesus be crucified, and their voices prevailed. So Pilate sentenced Jesus to die, as they demanded. As they had requested, he released Barabbas, the man in prison for insurrection and murder, but he turned Jesus over to them to do as they wished. And as they led Jesus away, a man named Simon, who was from Cyrene, happened to be coming in from the countryside, and the soldiers seized him and put the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. A large crowd trailed behind, including many grief-stricken women. But Jesus turned and said to them, Daughters of Jerusalem, don't weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For the days are coming when they will say, Fortunate indeed are the women who are childless, the wombs that have not borne a child, and the breasts that have never nursed. People will beg the mountains fall on us and plead with the hills bury us. For if these things are done when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two others, both criminals, were led out to be executed with him. When they came to a place called the Skull, they nailed him to the cross. And the criminals were also crucified, one on his right and one on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. And the soldiers gambled for his clothes by throwing dice. The crowd watched, and the leader scoffed. He saved others, they said. Let him save himself if he's really God's Messiah, the Chosen One. The soldiers mocked him, too, by offering him a drink of sour wine. They called out to him, If you are the King of the Jews, save yourself. A sign was fastened above him with these words, This is the King of the Jews. One of the criminals hanging beside him scoffed, So you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself and us, too, while you're at it. But the other criminal protested, Don't you fear God, even when you've been sentenced to die? We deserve to die for our crimes, but this man hasn't done anything wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you, today you will be with me in paradise. And by this time, it was about noon. And darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock, and the light from the sun was gone. And suddenly the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn down the middle. Then Jesus shouted, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. And with those words, he breathed his last. When the Roman officer, overseeing the execution, saw what had happened, he worshipped God and said, Surely this man was innocent. And when all the crowd that came to see the crucifixion saw what had happened, they went home in deep sorrow. But Jesus' friends, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance, watching. Now, there was a good and righteous man named Joseph. He was a member of the Jewish high council. But he had not agreed with the decision and actions of the other religious leaders. He was from the town of Arimathea in Judea, and he was waiting for the kingdom of God to come. He went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Then he took the body down from the cross and wrapped it in a long sheet 
of linen cloth and laid it in a new tomb that had been carved out of a rock. This was done late on Friday afternoon, the day of preparation, as the Sabbath was about to begin. As his body was taken away, the women from Galilee followed and saw the tomb where his body was placed. Then they went home and prepared spices and ointments to anoint his body. But by the time they were finished, the Sabbath had begun. So they rested as required by the law. Let's pray. God, today we recognize your great love. And we thank you for Jesus, who obediently, faithfully, lovingly went to the cross so that we might be in relationship with you, so that we might be free. And so we give you praise even now. And whatever you have been saying to each and every one of us through your story, through your word, may we take your insight, may we take your invitation, may we take your challenge, may we take your word and put it into practice. We pray that you would change us. And we thank you and praise you for your great love that reaches out to us. And so today, we remember, we reflect, we recall the death of Jesus for us. And we say thank you in Jesus' name. And God, I just want to pray that every person who's been on this audio devotional journey with us, that you would bless them, that they would hear you speak to them, and that they would continue to be transformed and changed because of what you've done for them and continue to do in and through them. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for being on this journey. Have a great day.